We all have heard horror stories of how a remodel nearly tore a couple apart, as well as how impactful our environment can be on our state of well-being. Remodels don't have to end in divorce, and we can reflect our true selves in our environment with the right approach. Welcome to Psychotecture. My name is Rachel Melvald, and I'm a psychotherapist and designer. Psychotecture was developed as a methodological approach to ease issues that come up in design challenges, as well as a philosophy on how our environment can reflect our highest selves. Each week, I will interview an expert in the field of design and psychology to shed light on design challenges. I will also have a special series called The Psychotech is In, where I can offer help to those in design intervention need. If you're enjoying this Psychotech is in, please subscribe to my podcast, as well as follow me on social media at Rachel Melvald. And if you are a client, couple, or designer architect having a design challenge, please feel free to email me at my website, psychotecture.com, or rachel at psychotecture.com. Welcome to the Psychotech is in. Okay, here we go. So welcome to an episode of The Psychotect is In. Today, we are really fortunate to have a guest who personally is one of my favorite, in, well, I want to say intimate space photographers, but one interior photographer that I greatly admire for her work in several books that i purchased the first one a while back, Handcrafted Modern. So I just want to really give a introduction to Leslie Williamson, photographer, author, and today we're going to be celebrating the release of her current book, Still Live. So, so welcome, Leslie. Thank you. Hi. Hi. So as we were even talking about in our conversation, being in California right now, after Mm -hmm. quite a few years of traveling and um, working on this book, reading this book, and I guess just to start out, we've talked about this, but how is it now being settled here in California for you? Well, it's good. I mean... California has always been my home base. So I've always circle back here since it's where I'm from. But yeah, after four years as a nomad, I'm happy to have a home. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because you're shooting homes. And so I guess what I'm going to open up with is just, you know, ask you about your background for guests who do not know you being a photographer, but also now author and shooting, you know, very intimate spaces, famous artists spaces in your last book, maybe just if you could let us know, you know, how did you become this photographer with the eye that you have? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can answer that question. I can tell you how I started doing what I do. Yes, yes, Uh, yes. So, well, I mean, I've been a photographer, gosh, for a really a lot of years, maybe more, more than 15, going on 20, I guess. I don't know. Um, Halfway through my career, which was mostly photographing portraits of people and people photography, I kind of got burnt out. and, And in my mind, I probably quit the photo industry, but, you know. I, it's what it's kind of in my blood, I guess. 
at this point. And so I started photographing a personal project really solely for myself and my friends really, which was seeing inside the homes of all the architects and designers that I really love because I've always enjoyed architecture and interiors and spaces. And so I started photographing that and that led to handcrafted modern I guess the rest is history. I mean, it just, it, it made me very happy and I just wouldn't, I couldn't stop. So, and it's gotten to a point now where I realized that because of the kind of roundabout way that I began photographing interiors and it's like, I always saw them as an extension of the person and as a way to get in touch and get to know people. I mean, sometimes I photograph a lot of homes of people that are no longer alive and I photograph an equal amount of people who are, but, but still lives is all homes that have been preserved. And I just see all homes as a portrait of the people who live there. It's like an expression of self. Which is very much what I feel and believe in with uh, my business psychotexture, being a psychotherapist designer, to see that connection in you. And years back when I purchased Handcrafted Modern, so a lot of these homes were, I don't know, how did you even find the homes or what draws you to each home and space and owner how does how does that relationship I, start purely by if I love them <laughs> <laughs> I really I really I really have to like just love them mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean well Whether that says it all Leslie. I mean it I, is about in and I'm sorry to interrupt no, but it no. is about I always thought with design and art it's not so logical right it's hard to even unpack rationally it's like you love and you're attracted yeah right? is it rational I don't think it's emotional it's emotional yeah I mean that's really you know because I because I started and I didn't really know it was going to, you know, it wasn't like a, it was personal. It was a personal project. So I would just like, if I really liked their work and I was really super curious about their house, it's like, I would try and find out if it still existed or if they were still alive and I'd knock on the door or call them, you know, (laughs) is really how things started. And so I just, that is, that is how I do things, especially, especially with my personal, you know, with my books, anything in my book, in any of my books, I mean, I I can't write about anything if I just don't love them. Yeah. Well, in, in, but that's, that's just what we see. I mean, that's what I see when I look at the intimacy of each page, each you know, corner of a home of a chair, it's like, it is infused with love. And I think when you love, you go after it, you connect, you search it out. And I guess if it's unrequited, it's, it's not a shoot you go on. Right. I don't always get yeses, but you know, right. Right. 
Right. <laughs> the right ones say yes, I figure, you know. Okay. So that's that's just it. The right ones say yeses. And so going even into, I guess, because I, I do want to showcase your your latest book, Still Lives. How I I, I mean going from handcrafted modern to going to these, you know, very accomplished, obviously revered artists of our time. I mean, this is like a sacred space, if I can dig in a little, that you got into, right? I guess what I wonder is when you're in that space, and I think we've talked about it, there's on a psychological level, this alchemy that that comes out in the lighting, the color, the connection. Are you feeling that when you're in, let's say, I don't know if you can talk to you know, one case study that you've shot, how that feels for you in that alchemy? Well, I mean, there's like a rhythm to my shoots and there's little things that happened when I know that I've like connected with the spirit of whoever, whatever the, whoever the artist was or there's like little things that happen that I've just come to know. But honestly, when I'm, when I'm shooting, it's literally just me in the space, quietly moving around. And at certain points, it's like, I'll get just really welled up with, it's just really emotional. Like I'll just feel it weirdly. <laughs> like I, if I don't cry quietly, like or just get welled up or something from like light coming in a window or, you know, there's just a, at a certain point. And I always take that as like, it's a super good sign. I mean, it's, it's awkward when people are around and I'm tearing up, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I know what it's going to, what it's going to look like. I mean, I, I kind of just see, yeah. I don't even know how, I, it's like so hard to explain. I mean, it obviously it's hard like, to explain. I know how to photograph spaces really well, just innately. It's like, it's just something that apparently I was born to do. And I love watching light move. And I don't, I like the quietest parts of homes, you know, yeah. the parts that nobody, you know, you'd have to be, you have to be in a house for a while to be able to notice like how the light moves from like where it comes in in the morning. And, you know, that's why I always ask for two days. Cause it's like the first day, it's really like seeing how it moves through the house, the light that is. And, and then the second day I can kind of like, I know it a little and I can follow it. And, but I mean, does anyone really be, can anyone really explain alchemy? It's like, <laughs> no, it's not logical. It's not logical. And I think no. that's, that's the whole artistry of what you do and the creativity that you do. And it is interesting how, you know, journalistically, or even in a podcast or an interview, and I'd like to say this as a conversation that it's not a rational exercise. I mean, 
you know, I try to break it down like, oh, okay, the sensory regulation system of light and sound and what I'm looking at my, you know, backyard right now, the trees moving, yet it's such a visceral, almost like a embodied experience, right? It's so embodied and not even from, it's like pre-verbal. <laughs> so... I get what you're saying as an artist, you know, it's really, you're right. How do you explain alchemy? You know, it's like a soul driven exercise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've gotten to the point when I, I know there's like little things that happen that I, I know when it feels good. And I've had, I've had times where like I had one day in, in this, in the, in still lives when I was shooting Giorgio Morandi's house, I had the worst first day of a shoot. I've ever had I just and I could feel it like I could just mm. feel that I was not was not getting it like not in sync right there was just something. oh it was the it was the ghost of his sister so oh Ooh. <laughs> you should Ooh. read that chapter okay I haven't <laughs> I read literally that had a conversation yet. with a ghost oh my gosh lovely <laughs> I want to know that I, yes. Okay. I have to delve in that conversation to the readers. This is very much a hook. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I do feel like the spirit of the soul of, I only photograph spaces where you can kind of feel the soul of the person still there. And I can't explain how you feel it. It's like, I could, I just walk in and it's like, oh yeah. And you walk in other ones and you know that too. I mean, I mean, we've all walked into Ugh. rooms where, you know, you get goosebumps Yes. and then you walk into other like museum spaces that are preserved and it's like, Oh boy. Yeah. This is all put back together and you don't feel anything. <laughs> it's yeah. Soul sucking. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Or so, yeah. just that. Chat with a ghost. <laughs> And, and are we, okay, what can you, oh, cause it's obviously in the book. What, who, what artist was the, was the ghost? It was Giorgio um, Morandi and the ghost was his sister who oh. was kind of like the gatekeeper. And I don't really, I mean, look at, do I know for sure? No, <laughs> I don't. But she was the last person to live there. She was like, kind of just, she was the one that really, really like fortifies his, his legacy and, and really worked until the day she died, you know, and it was, you know, she died in the house that I was photographing and it just, I, I woke up the next, I had a horrible like first day. I mean, it wasn't wretched, and, but it, you know, it's like, <laughs> I could feel, I just didn't have that. Like, I didn't have that breakthrough emotional moment and I could feel it like it was heavy like a heaviness really hard to shoot yeah and I just like the soul of it was not coming through and I could Mm -hmm. feel it and I was freaking depressed at the end of the day and I looked at all my images and I was like and I woke up the next morning and just you know realized that I needed to talk to Maria Teresa and ask her for permission. Oh. <laughs> Let her know that we were both we're both like on the same team. Yeah. You know, know, it's like, yeah. Well, it was like a relationship. All and of to, a yeah, to yeah. allow me in in a way, you know. To ask permission. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Like my soul is pure. Please allow me in to photograph your brother, your brother's spaces, your spaces. Yeah. I had like a whole conversation in the morning and it was a amazing day the next day. (laughs) That is, that is okay. Well, there's some alchemy, right there, there. I don't know if it's alchemy or the, the magic of what transformed was you listen to your intuition and you're very much connected to that vibration, right? And you go into a space and it's like, you know, I I think of it as a psychotherapist, depression's not a bad thing all the time. It's adaptive because it's information, right? That's Mm -hmm. the medicine. Why am I so, you know, why am I so depleted or Mm -hmm. collapsed? Why can't I access something? Where am I stuck? Right. Right. So there is probably, and I've never even explored this in psychotherapy in a Jungian sense, but to kind of ask these spirits or gods kind of, can you, can we connect to our spirit again? You know, you connected to her spirit. It sounds like. I mean, I think so. But at the same time, as I talk about it, it's like, well, it just sounds, I mean, I can't really explain what happens. I can't, I go with my intuition. And honestly, that day, it's like, I just kind of felt that I had to, I should have asked, like, I should have asked on the first day, (laughs) you know? Who would know though? I mean, well, I I mean, I don't know. I have to say, I mean, uh, not to be so woo-woo, but I, uh-huh. I know in my home, it's a 1920s Spanish style. And I know there was a ghost for many years in this home and people would feel it, connect with it when they were, you know, staying in my place when I was out of town. Hmm. And there is like a, I, I mean, you know, I'd be curious. I'd like to see your book down in like Savannah. Like, I think that's. <laughs> wow. Well, that would be. I think you need to do like a, a new, you know. But, but there is something where you, I, I don't know. I, I don't think ghosts are scary. I, I, I don't. I think you have to kind of just, especially not in- happy. There was yeah. like one house that I would not shoot. I can't even, I, I shouldn't talk about it. Should I? Yeah. But I mean, there was like, there was one space that like, it was just so psychically upsetting to be mm-hmm. in there that I just, I, I wanted to get out of there faster than any. Yeah. Any space I've ever been in. And I was definitely not going to shoot it. Mainly oh. because, you know, it's like, I, I wouldn't even know what I could write. Right. It was, heart, it was heartbreaking. It felt it. I mean, physically, like emotionally for me being in the space made me really sad and. Oh, yeah. Was, so, well, that's, maybe the type of experience that it's not healthy, right. To go into that. You know, there's a certain boundary as an artist that you have to, you know. Yeah, no, I I listen to my gut without waiver. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I, my, my, what I say to my friends is like, if it ain't flowing, I ain't going. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to really feel it. That's great. So yeah. I, I live by that in almost, almost every respect. 
Well, it, it shows in, in your work and it shows in, you know, looking at each, you know, case study of each artist and like you do follow the light. I mean, personally, when I look at, I was reading an article in the New York times of someone who did this remodel and they were trying to find the right architect. And they said, you know, we had to live in the house to really understand how the light moves before we remodeled. We had to settle into, we had to connect with that. And I feel like in your images, you kind of connect with like all of the life that's been experienced in one kind of composite shot, you know? Gosh, I hope so. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. It's kind of like somebody, <laughs> it's like, it's been there. It's been, it, it's all been experienced and the intimacy, I guess, you know, on a psychological level, we can speak of intimacy of you can shoot an object and it's like personified in that way. Right. It comes mm -hmm. to life. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you want to, or you really want to kind of like connect with it, right? You want to kind of go into the space. You want to sit on that couch. You follow, I mean, even looking at still lives, the cover, the cover mm. and how the light kind of in those windows just kind of cascades, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's just I'm beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it really is. And so I think, you know, as we, as we wind down, I guess I want to maybe at, as we conclude, well, first of all, you know, being in Los Angeles, I know a lot of my friends, architects, designers, art enthusiasts really love your book. Yeah. It's, it's really, you have, you know, such a, such a niche of where, where I go and my, my, you know, art, art go-to spots. How, how do we share, you know, the gift of this book? Are they, is it something, you know, they find their local bookstores, Amazon? You know? Yeah, you can find it, Amazon, local bookstore. It's all over. I mean, yeah. it was even in Target, I heard, oh. <laughs> or on target.com, which I was like, well, that is a new one for me. And I actually just heard it's, it's selling, I guess it's selling really well. It's going into its second printing already. So I'm thrilled oh, about that. Wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, That's really exciting. great news. That's really exciting. Deservedly so. Oh, and, you. and I'm glad it's at Target, you know, cause I think, I think everybody, you know, needs to access this book. I um, mean, I just would love people of all like not just us artsy people but you know it's like there's so much beauty and inspiration for everybody I think yeah. even people that don't usually look at books of houses or art into art or I don't know I just think there's something there for everybody there's stories of these people and how they lived and how they dedicated their life to their artwork and I think that's inspiring for anybody. Yeah. I think that's really beautifully said. It's inspiring. It's putting the spirit into people. And we certainly could continue to have that 
in our world, especially as, as our world has been so, you know, challenging. So yes, we need that inspiration. So I thank you, Leslie. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a wonderful conversation and, you know, I look forward to sharing this book and for everybody, like Leslie said, it's pretty much out there. So, you know, let the spirit go into and uh, thank you. Thanks so much. Psychotecture by Rachel Malvald with coaching, consultation, and psychotherapy offered virtually and in home throughout the Los Angeles greater area and nationally. We work to ease design challenges to create transformative habitats. Thank you, and we look forward to the next episode and your questions. If you're enjoying this Psychotech is in, please subscribe to my podcast as well as follow me on social media at Rachel Malvald. And if you are a client, couple, or designer architect having a design challenge, please feel free to email me at my website, psychotecture.com, or rachel at psychotecture.com.